Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Bob Mueller makes his first public announcement today. And folks, when you really understand what happened today, and I'm going to break this down for you, you are going to realize that our country, our nation, our republic, bottom line, it's at stake right now. What Bob Mueller did today is a complete distraction. Look over here at this shiny object. You know, don't notice what's happening over here and what's really happening right now, because right now, folks, the deep state, including Bobby Mueller's boy, liar and leaker Jim Comey, he's freaking out right now. He is freaking out right now, and the deep state is doing everything in their power to try and destroy Donald Trump before he destroys them, which essentially is going to try, what they're trying to do is stop you and I from making America great again. Bottom line, and I hate to use this word, but this is all out war, folks. And I don't mean, you know, like Russia versus the U.S. You'll get what I'm talking about here in a minute. There's a ton to uncover tonight from Bob Mueller's statement from earlier today. I'm going to take you sort of behind the scenes, behind the veil tonight of what's really going on. So there's a lot to break down. Stay with me. But I want to give you some context. Keep in mind, Bob Mueller announced uh, he wrapped up the special counsel investigation on March 22nd. So what, over two months ago, he comes out and says, hey, this thing's wrapped. Then the actual report becomes public on April 18th. So it's been for at least four weeks now. We've had people dissecting, talking about this report ad nauseum. So when you see an announcement like today, what I hope many of you are starting to do is to think critically. I want you to ask yourself about today is, why now? Like, why did Bob Mueller decide to come out and speak publicly for the first time today, today about his report. So then you want to start to think, okay, so what's happened recently that would have Bob Mueller want to finally come out and speak about this report? For some context before I get into answering those questions, because I think context is very important with what I'm going to sort of lay out for you tonight. It's important to remember this. Jim Comey and Bob Mueller, they're tight. All right, these guys are good buddies. They go way back. And please remember tonight, Jim Comey said in his testimony, he knew that if he released his memos of his conversations with President Trump, that that would initiate a special counsel. How do you know that? We still don't know. I have no idea how he knew that, let alone how he knew it would be Bob Mueller. Did he know it would be Bob Mueller? I think the answer is probably yes, because it's also important to remember that the day before Bob Mueller was announced as special counsel, do you remember where he was? The day before it was announced by Rod Rosenstein that Bob Mueller is going to be special counsel, Bob Mueller was sitting in front of Donald Trump interviewing to be the next director of the FBI, folks. The next director of the FBI. And then the very next day, he gets announced as the gig to be the next special counsel? If you want to think that's a coincidence, go right ahead. But I want you to keep all that in mind tonight for some context as we break this down. So think about what's happened recently that would maybe nudge Bob Mueller to get out and go, you know what, I've got to make a statement today. Think about what's happened recently that would get Bob Mueller to do that today of all days. Here's what's happening. Remember this. Uh, President Trump finally announced he was going to declassify everything. So the deep state now has nowhere to hide. He declassified everything. That shook the deep state to their core. And you can see they're panicking right now because of what President Trump did. In fact, here's another sort of coincidence, if you believe in coincidence. Remember this, it was uh, yesterday that Bob Mueller's buddy Jim Comey put out his op-ed in the Washington Post titled this, No Treason, No Coup, 
just lies and dumb lies at that. When you read that headline, we all know he's talking about President Trump, but if you read the headline and you know what's been going on here, you have to wonder, hey, is Jim Comey projecting here? Is he talking about himself maybe? Because ultimately, that's exactly what he's doing. Keep this in mind. Nobody had any idea today, except for very, that Bob Mueller was gonna come out and speak until essentially last night when he said to the White House, hey, by the way, guys, I'm gonna go out and make a public statement. Why do I bring this up? Because what's interesting about Comey's op-ed that you can see right here, and I don't know if you can see it on your screen, but this op-ed was published last night at 5.24 p.m. And Bob Mueller comes out and speaks today. Coincidence? I don't think so. Comey knows what's coming. We've been telling you this now for a long time. Comey is more than likely going to be indicted. So what he's doing right now is they're using Bob Mueller to distract you from what's really coming down for the deep state. Because not only did Comey drop his op-ed last night, Guess what dropped today, folks? When I show you this, I think this will explain a lot about how they're trying to use Bob Mueller as a shiny object. The, what I'm going to share with you right now dropped today as Bob Mueller stood up in front of the public and spoke for the very first time about his 400-page report. Let's bring up this graphic and show people what dropped today while he was talking. This is an OIG report, recommendation issued by the Office of the Inspector General that are not closed by yet. So recommendations that are not closed in this IG report. Kind of interesting that drop today, isn't it? Well, if you're like me and you're curious, you wonder, man, what in the world could possibly be in an IG report right now that haven't closed things out yet? How, I've, I got a pretty good idea. Why don't you and I take a look? Because I know we're both curious about what exactly is in this report? Now, let me share this before we bring this up, Christy. There's a lot in this IG report. I just want to give you some graphics or some context. I'm going to walk through some of the things that are on the graphics we're going to share you. We didn't highlight them real well, so don't try to read this, but I just want to show you that this is from the actual IG report. So why don't we check out page, I don't know, maybe 105 in this IG report. Let me share with you some things that are in here. And what I want you to think about for a minute as I read this to you, Tell me if this sounds familiar. Keep in mind, the FBI is part of the DOJ, the Department of Justice. And when I read some of this to you, tell me if this rings a bell of things that sound familiar. Now, the OIG has recommended to the Department of Justice, which again, the FBI is about. Jim Comey, he ran the FBI for what this OIG is regarding to. It says, you know what I think would be a good idea is if they actually developed some rules, if you will, some alternatives to permitting witnesses to attend a voluntary interview of another witness. So they're saying, hey guys, we shouldn't be allowing, you can come back to me, Christy, we shouldn't be allowing witnesses of other witnesses that are being interviewed to go and sit down with those people. Does that ring a bell to any of you? Because if it doesn't, what they're talking about there is Cheryl Mills and Hillary Clinton. Remember, Hillary Clinton went in the weekend of July 4th, right, for that big FBI interview that Jim Comey wasn't even at. They didn't even record it. They didn't even put her under oath, and then they let Hillary Clinton bring Cheryl Mills into the meeting acting as her attorney. I mean, that is unheard of, right? So that's one thing that's in this OIG report. Let me give you another example, and think about what I'm going to share with you now in the context of what Jim Comey did back on July 5th during the election year, but then also what happened today with Bob Mueller. So the OIG recommends that the department should consider adopting a policy addressing the appropriateness of department employees discussing the conduct of uncharged 
individuals in public statements. Remember when people raked Jim Comey over the coals because he came out and laid out, you know, carelessness and all these things about Hillary Clinton, and then there was no indictment? People were like, dude, what are you doing? That's the attorney general's job. That's not the FBI's job. Same thing here with Bob Mueller. He sat there today for eight, nine minutes and told you, hey, the report speaks for itself. There's nothing else I really need to say. But then he comes out and has these sort of semi-incriminating statements about a guy they chose not to indict me in the President of the United States. It's stunning stuff, folks. One other thing I want to share with you that's in this OIG report that is not closed as of now. And the reason I bring this up that it's important, and this is why Jim Comey is freaking out, those two items right there are specifically about Jim Comey, okay? He's going down. We know that it's just a matter of time because now we've got John Durham that's on this. The other two, if we can bring up page 106, Christy, that I want to share with you quickly. The OIG recommends that the FBI consider whether it's appropriate to educate people about media contacts. Why would they say that? Andy McCabe. Remember, Andy McCabe got fired because of the things he did to illegally leak stuff to the media. The other one in this OIG report, which I think is classic for our friend Andy McCabe, the OIG recommends that department ethics officials include the review of campaign donations for possible conflict issues when department employees or their spouses run for public office. Sound familiar? Remember, Andy McCabe's wife ran for a Virginia state Senate seat, and that's the guy who was given a ton, like 500 grand to her, that was a friend of Hillary Clinton. That was the conflict of interest for Andy McCabe. That's it in this report. We all know Andy McCabe has been sitting in front of a grand jury. He's more than likely, he might be going down, but he may be spilling the deep beans right now on Comey and others to get immunity. We will see how that plays out. But I want to share this with you folks because this report I'm talking about right now that incriminates a bunch of these people from the FBI, from the DOJ, from the deep state, dropped today as Bob Mueller stood up and gave this, you know, I'm holier than thou, eight to nine minute speech. It's shocking when you see what's going on behind the scenes. That's why I say Bob Mueller, total distraction. Now, I want to go through some of this presser that Bob Mueller held earlier today to lay out what he's, what he's doing and what he's saying. If you watch this show regularly, you know that pretty much from day one, I said, look, all Bob Mueller's going to do is he's going to write an impeachment report. And that's what he came out and basically said today. He didn't say those words, but that's essentially what he said. So before we get into the actual presser, I want to share a little clip from his press conference to give you context of everything else I'm going to be talking about tonight. So when you understand what he says here, it'll help give you context for everything else I'm about to go through here in a minute. Here's Bob Mueller talking about how with such detail they wrote the report. We chose those words carefully and the work speaks for itself. Chose those words carefully and the work speaks for itself. Chose those words carefully. I bring that up tonight because as you go through this press conference, he did the same thing with the presser, right? He chose his words very carefully and here's what I mean specifically, roll the tape. The appointment order directed the office to investigate Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. This included investigating any links or coordination between the Russian government and individuals associated with the Trump campaign. Folks, when you're listening to Deep Staters, you got to listen closely. Notice he said this, any links or coordination between the Russian government and the Trump campaign. 
the Trump campaign. Remember, he just said, I use my words very carefully. If he really cared about justice, folks, if this guy was really the guy who walked on water that we were told and Bob Mueller really cared about justice, then why didn't he go out and look for any links or coordination between the Russian government and any American citizen? Because remember the old Steele dossier, the unverified thing that Comey tried to blackmail Trump with? Yeah, that was bought and paid for by the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And even the New York Times now, even the New York Times saying, yeah, you know what, maybe the dossier was Russian misinformation. We know Christopher Steele went to visit with Russians to get the information for the dossier that was paid for by Hillary Clinton, but Bob Mueller didn't want to look into that, did he? He chose his words carefully. They want to destroy Donald Trump before he destroys them. Now, here's where Bobby M., meaning Bobby Mueller, takes pretty strong swipe at President Trump. And here's the thing you got to keep in mind with President Trump. The reason he's called this a witch hunt, because he feels like this whole thing has made his presidency seem illegitimate. So listen closely here to what Bob Mueller says, and I'll give my context on the other side. They stole private information and then released that information through fake online identities and through the organization WikiLeaks. The releases were designed and timed to interfere with our election and to damage a presidential candidate. And to damage a presidential candidate. That line right there is the one that Trump is going to be fuming over today and tonight. Because now what has Bob Mueller done? He's just put his thumb on the scale for Hillary Clinton and tried to make it sound like if it wasn't for the Russians, if it wasn't for the Rushkis and Putin, Donald Trump would not be president of the United States right now. That's the deep state trying to take this guy out. Then Bob Mueller does the ultimate seed of sowing doubt. And this is the line you're going to hear everybody talking about. But this is exactly where Bob Mueller starts to sow the seeds of doubt right here. And as set forth in the report, after that investigation, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. There it is, folks. If we had confidence that he would not have committed a crime, we would have said so. So it doesn't completely exonerate President Trump, according to now Bobby M., right? If we didn't think he committed a crime, we would have told you. All he's doing there is he's sowing seeds of doubt and now making things very, very murky to go, hey, wink, wink, Nancy, here's your chance, right? I also want to let this uh, play for you as well, because this is where Bob uh, Mueller now starts dropping breadcrumbs, if you will. He starts signaling to Nancy Pelosi and tries to let her know. And keep in mind, Bob Mueller lives in D.C., guys. The D.C. is the swamp. Bob's trying to say, look, to all his buddies and his cronies in D.C., look, I, I did all I could legally to take this guy out. There's only so much I can do according to DOJ, you know, regulations, okay? The rest now is up to con Congress. So here's what Bobby M. said because he's, quote, unquote, limited by the DOJ. It explains that under longstanding department policy, a pres president cannot be charged with a federal crime while he is in office. That is unconstitutional. Even if the charge is kept under seal and hidden from public view, that, too, is prohibited. The special counsel's office is part of the Department of Justice, and by regulation, it was bound by that department policy. Charging the president with a crime was therefore not an option we could consider. What? 
You just dropped $35 million of your money and my money, and you knew the whole time you couldn't do anything? That's how crazy this is. For two years, all we heard about was Russia, 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 Russia. They just dropped 35 million bones, and Bobby just told you, hey, guys, we knew from these memos from years ago, according to the DOJ policy, we couldn't indict anyways. That's why I've been telling you now for months this whole thing has been an impeachment report. That's all it's been. And here specifically is where Bobby M. says, hey, Nancy, hey, Jerry Nadler, this is for you. Here you go. Roll it. And second, the opinion says that the Constitution requires a process other than the criminal justice system to formally accuse a sitting president of wrongdoing. It's a setup. It is a setup and a deep state coup. The Constitution says that there are other ways, because the DOJ can't indict, to remove a sitting president. Folks, those are Bobby M's breadcrumbs. Nancy Pelosi's been dropping her own breadcrumbs as well. We talked about this last week. Remember, Nancy Pelosi started dropping the word cover-up or the term cover-up last week at her press conference. She did it also at another event she was at. Keep in mind, cover-up, that's the term that was used when they started, you know, going through the impeachment process with Nixon, right? Cover-up was the big thing. I was like, well, wait a second. We need to start doing the impeachment process here. And I remember when I said this to you last week, when Nancy Pelosi started dropping these breadcrumbs around the cover-up, then the media didn't say anything. I want to play the clip for you again just to remind you we'll talk about it. It was a very positive meeting, a, a respectful sharing of ideas, and a, a, I think a very impressive presentation by our chairs. Uh, would you believe that it's important for the, the, to follow the facts? Uh, we believe that no one is above the law, including the President of the United States, and we believe that the President of the United States is engaged in a cover-up, in a cover-up, and that was the nature of the meeting. We talked about this last week, folks. There it is. Nancy Pelosi drops. She, she says, hey, you know what? I think the President committed a crime here, talks about a cover-up, and then walks away from the mic in the, in the press. How many times has Nancy Pelosi been in front of the press as over the last week or so? Has anybody asked her about, hey, by the way, I'm curious, you know, you're saying that the president committed a crime. You say he's a cover-up. Cover-up of what? Not one person in the media, at least that I know of, has asked that question. That's embarrassing. That's why people are so fed up with the mainstream media, folks. So I want to bring this up to kind of share with you what exactly is going on here. Obviously, Bobby's winking to Nancy and Jerry. Hey, it's time, if you want, to start your impeachment proceedings. Nancy's been dropping the breadcrumbs. And all they're trying to do right now is they're trying to destroy President Trump's approval rating. And then they're trying to obviously raise the public awareness and the public polling numbers for impeachment. You've heard Nancy talk about, nah, we don't want to impeach. We don't want to impeach. Here's why she says that, because she's trying to get people in America to move up the polls so that a majority of people say, yes, let's impeach. Let's remind you what Nancy's been saying. President Lincoln said, public sentiment is everything. He went on to say, with it, you can accomplish almost everything without it, practically nothing. If you've got the public on your side, you can do almost anything, including impeach a president of the United States. And guys, guys they're not trying to actually impeach him, okay? They, they know it's not going to go through the Senate. He's never going to be convicted and removed from office. The point is to give the 2020 Democrat candidate to be able to look you in the eye and say, do you really want to reelect a guy who's going through impeachment proceedings right now? Of course you don't. That's why you want to vote for me. And I know some of you out there might be saying, hey, Chris, 
What are they going to impeach him over? Right? High crimes and misdemeanors. What the heck are they going to uh, impeach President Trump over? You just heard Bob Mueller there in his report say it speaks for itself. There's no collusion. There's no obstruction. Well, let me remind you, this is back in 1999 when Bill Clinton was going through impeachment proceedings. Here's a Republican, now senator. He was then a congressman. Here's what Lindsey Graham said on the House floor. So the point I'm trying to make is you don't even have to be convicted of a crime to lose your job in this constitutional republic. If this body determines that your conduct as a public official is clearly out of bounds in your role, because impeachment is not about punishment. Impeachment is about cleansing the office. Impeachment is about restoring honor and integrity to the office. And remember on day one of his campaign, Joe Biden, said, hey, my objective is to make America moral again. 